Hey, Toadsheads, it's Dan, your favorite Dan, mm. here before the show wow. to remind you about the way you feel about me, which is full of respect. And right back at you, I have respect for you. Speaking of respect, it's almost Respect Listener Opinions Month, the very special month where you pick the movie. So right now, you can go to respect.totesregal.com. There will be a form and you can nominate movies for Respect Listener Opinion Month, also known as Lomnoms. And then starting April 2nd, go back back to respect.totesregal.com and you will be able to vote on everything nominated unless we hate it and the winner <laughs> will win and be watched for our may episode thank you very much once again that is respect.totesregal.com and i am the best dan bye damn it <laughs> this extra sode is brought to you by our executive producer Drew City. Drew City, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode, which would not exist without you. We'll tell you more about it at the mid-roll. And I won't tell you the name of the movie. You'll have to wait mere seconds to find out what it is. Recall. Welcome to Totes Recall, the podcast where we talk about a movie we can't remember or refuse to remember or don't remember. There's no memory. And then we watch the movie. We eat two pizzas, two salads. Thank you, patrons. And then we come back. Now we've seen the movie right before recording. Of course, we remember things about it now, and we talk about it again. My name is Dan. This is Molly. I'm also Dan. And I'm Beth. And our movie this episode is, as you know, brought to us by a very special patron. And the movie is Josie and the Pussycats. Yay! Meow, 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 meow. Meow. Do you think that this is about cats? Or Josie. I will reveal now at the top of the show, I've never seen this movie. I've also never seen this movie. I have not seen it, and I feel like I am generationally not inclined to have ever seen it, right? Because, like, Josie and the Pussycats was an animated show. Ooh, that's my memory, too. Hanna-Barbera? I think it was Hanna-Barbera. Sounds right. And I sort of have some memory of that. And then a movie happens, like, when I wasn't interested anymore. Yeah. Mm. I've seen this movie at least twice. Wow. Wow. So are you a sweet spot generationally? I think so. I think okay. this was like, yeah, I think this was, was like I want to say I was in junior high when it came out. Okay. Uh, yeah. So like, it would be like, oh, look at these cool high school kids mm. kind of thing. That you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. High school. I so, think so. Before we get too deep into Beth's extensive knowledge about this movie, mm-hmm. um, I propose we do REI Presents, pending, yes. uh, <laughs> Toad's Pre-Call, Three-way jamboree. Here we go. Love it. Dan, Dan, Molly, what's the movie about? Great. Segment name pending as well. Great. Do Wait. I need to time it I then? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I don't even know how to do that. Are that's you serious? That's how un... We could do it right here, right? Oh, that's oh, true. that's true. I'm going to just do it right there. That's okay. easier. Yeah. Phil's win. Although I got to do some math. Okay, let's start <laughs> right now. 
This is a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Now it's a movie. It opens. Um, you see a bunch of lockers. It just pans a bunch of lockers. And it's a four-piece band, and Josie is the lead singer. They are not cats, but maybe have cat-like qualities. They got cat costumes. Sure. Oh, this is the origin story, probably. So it's like how they met and got together. Oh, is there a band contest? Do they have to earn money to save their... They got a battle of the bands. There is an evil record company executive in some way. 30 seconds. Uh, they have powers. The Ooh. power oh. to move you, like Tenacious D. <laughs> um, and maybe lightning bolts. I bet there is... Um, Team like, Crush. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, there's effects on the screen, like lines, like someone drew comic book lines Whoa. on the screen in the movie. Josie oh. has seconds. a lot more going on than the other women, and it's depressing. Yeah. About, there's something depressing about it. Oh, Three family are... family, something, and or at least one crush, one love triangle, at least. Three ladies are Ten. white. Shit. <laughs> Did you say three ladies are white? Yeah. Nice. That seems correct. That definitely seems correct. That's Honestly, I was so locked in on the time that I didn't hear anything you just said. That's <laughs> fine. That's fine. That's it's for, it's for the listener. It's for the so, listener. So should we try for a year? Because I feel like we were flirting with year. Yeah. Well, I was I was in junior high in the year 2001. Wow. Space Odyssey. <sighs> okay. Right. I was working. I was well into working my first job. Okay. But anyway, that's cool. That's cool. Um, that's cool. 2001-ish. Yeah, that feels right to me. Is okay. that your bet? That's my bet. I, 2003. 2000. Willennium. Whoa, the Willennium. <laughs> I'll go 2002 uh, because in high school, what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like this guy. Well, you know, I didn't think he was great for her, but Did they get married? Oh, they got married? Oh, oh. no. Oh. <laughs> oh. No, no. It worked out they Dumpsville. They went to Dumpsville. Yeah, they went they went to Dumpsville. Drove a 2002 to Dumpsville. Yeah. Yeah. Put that BMW yeah. in to dump. What? What? I don't like where any of this is going. <laughs> uh, it, it the the relationship ran its course as high school romances do, mm. and everyone moved on. And as far as I know, is everyone's happy. Actually, I don't care if everyone's happy; she's happy, so that's good. Great. Yeah, you're on notice, BMW guy. We yeah. don't care about boyfriends. No. <laughs> uh, is this movie uh like? Condescension, girl power for ninety-seven oh, minutes, or is it legitimately yes. somewhat feminist? I oh, I mean, if it's from two thousand one, it's gonna it's gonna be the <laughs> former. I okay. agree that I think it's that. In this, I'm a man. I'm gonna talk about girl power now. Please. <laughs> uh, I think it's in that weird spot. Not a weird spot. I don't know that spot in our culture when mainstream culture accepted that. Uh, women should have agency and power, but also they were girls still. <laughs> sure. So don't give them too much. Yeah. Girl power is bad as a term now, right? Yes. Is it? Like women, right? We've talked about lady ch childs before oh. and how oh. women are women and not girls. It, it feels yeah, like. I mean, I would say though, like girl power to me when I was a big Spice Girl fan yeah. actually did mean a lot. It like I felt like yeah, like girls are just as good as boys. Yes. Yeah. So Agreed. and I was a girl. I was a I was not a 
full-grown woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So girl power started out as a genuine thing. Then it became a very commercial thing. Yeah, I think that's where you sell oh, stuff okay. based Getting on it. Too. And yeah. then now that time has passed, the the word girl has really fallen into. Sure. I guess uh, what I'm... Tell me how right or wrong this is. It seems like a way to... like a For the time, it was good because we were like on a larger scale celebrating women as more equal and that was chipping away at the patriarchy. But looking back on it now, it wasn't as full blown as it could have been because we still, there was still this winking aspect to it and still this infantilizing by using girl instead of women, but maybe it was the best we could do as but a it bad started culture. Out really about girls, like actual. Oh, girls. like actual. Yeah, it was girls. Child? Yeah. yeah, and there was, you know, there was a whole phase of like you go girl and like girls stick together and that kind of thing among adult women. But that was women talking to other women that sure. way. Um, I will say, I was once in a business meeting where a guy got up and left me and another woman in the room and said, I'll let you girls chat about it. Yeah, that kind of shit needs to go yeah, away that, forever. That's like, that's like not okay. That's like 1950s no. stuff. But okay. yeah, it's the word girl has become more. Okay. But but there, yeah, but it really was originally about actual girls. Okay. What I'm hearing, and I don't think this happens very often, is that something with decent intentions became ubiquitous in the culture and then okay. large corporations mm. seeking to find a profit through it ruined it for everyone yeah i don't i mean it, that's that rare happen. it's yeah. very rare this I, is the one time that i happens. think this is the one time mm, yeah. it happened yeah um yeah that's a. Uh, so then i guess for this movie josie and the pussycats yes is this <clears throat> riding a good intention wave of that like spice world I think it is. Or are we now past it and it's like like we got to make another cigar spice world. chomping yeah. maniacs? <laughs> we like get some fucking girls out there. What properties do we own? Hannah's Babera's got some girls. <laughs> get them out there. Put them in fucking sexy cat outfits. Yeah. Make them play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think this is still the era when executives were talking about even young teen girls as f a bull. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, As what? Well, I just wanted to say it because it's so gross. Well, I don't know. Like the F word. Oh, but then, I got it now. Yeah. I'm locked in. So, <laughs> you know, so it is just sort of a, a, a creepy era in general. I, and I don't know if this is the time for it now or maybe it's later, but but I think we could look back on any phase that way. Yeah. I will say immediately following the Me Too movement, all of a sudden the studios put out a bunch of movies about women getting revenge. Mm. And that was there. Oh, women are angry. Find every script you can that avenges, even if men are the main characters where women are avenging other men. And it was just, it was like one after the other. Yeah. And I thought you have really missed the mark. Like you really are not even close um, to understanding what's going on in the zeitgeist, much less like tap. And all, most of those movies didn't do very well. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the point is, yeah, we're always going to look back and be like, wow, that was that was a real muted version of it. And the patriarchy is really good at protecting itself. Yeah. Yeah. Newsflash. It's really good. I think it's going to be a combo of it. I think there are going to be things like there's a reason why, like, I've seen this twice. I don't remember the first time I saw it. Um, but I know the second time I saw it, I watched it with some friends like that all that all identify as female. So 
like there's something about it that is like fun in that way. Yay. I don't know how to describe. Yeah, I don't know how to describe that. But they are definitely going to be sexualized. They're definitely going to be like teenagers that are sexualized. I mean, wasn't the original cartoon kind of sexualized? Yes. Yeah, and that's kind of part of it. So, like, should I tell you what I remember? Oh yeah, yeah. great yes. idea. Is okay. that big shark in it? What? Didn't they pal around with the big dumb shark in the cartoons? Oh. Josie and the Pussycats? Yeah, I feel Maybe. like I crossed over that big dumb shark. I yeah. don't think there's a big dumb shark in it. Yogi Bear. I'm going to call that a... Snagglepuss. Yeah, there was a big dumb shark character, but I don't know if it was Thank in you. Josie and the Pussycats. But I think it's it's worthy of a side bet. Yeah. Okay. Maybe there's like a restaurant named after it or something. Okay. So from what I remember, I believe Josie and the Pussycats is a three-piece band. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I think they are in high school. I think they're in high school. And they um, are pretty cool. They're uh, like they're just cool girls mm-hmm. doing their own thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they get picked up by a label, oh. and so then they get you know their makeovers and yes. things like that. Josie is like pitted against the other two who are played by. Okay, so Josie is Rachel Lee Cook. Oh. Okay. And Rachel Lee Cook went to South High School, which is in Minneapolis. Wow. Same high school as Josh Hartnett. Wow. Um, fun facts about Minneapolis local references. Great. Uh, and then her, and then Rosario Dawson. Wow. And Tara Reed. Huh. Tara wow. Reed. Tara Reed. I don't know. I always hear Tara, but Tara I've never Reed. asked her. That's true. Ask women how to pronounce it. <laughs> Uh, but I think they're kind of pitted against each other. Like they're really close. Um, but then fame some cigar gets in the chomping way. maniac is and like, "This Joseph- is the one with the talent. You yeah. got to get her out of there." Yeah. And I believe the cigar chomping maniac is played by Alan Cummings. Yes! Wow! Yes! That's great. If that true, that is great. If true, yeah. Um, but there's like a whole other layer because there is actually a subplot. <gasps> well, it's the main plot oh. where he, the cigar jo- chomping. What's his face? <laughs> Executive yeah. is actually trying to send subliminal messages through their music. What? And so there's like a whole thing with headbands that look like cat ears that like is supposed to like trick teenagers into buying things, I think. It's like a Batman I villain? I think it's about capitalism. Wow. <laughs> if I am recalling it properly, again, I've seen it twice, which means I know Still. nothing about sure. it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm I feel more like more locked in now. Your track record, I think, is your memory is usually worse if you've seen it more times. <laughs> That's really true. Because eventually, I'm just like, I don't know, is Ball that the same blaring, as yeah. all the other movies? If this turns out, yeah, if if it turns out that Alan Cumming is some sort of like ridiculous like Batman type villain who has some ulterior motive besides just like I am a record executive, money, 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 but also like. Let's manipulate the brains yeah. of young people through science. I can't remember if he's like the main guy or if there's like another lady that's mm. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's the manager and yeah. then there's like a worse lady because women can only cigar. fight women. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Um, yeah, are there any fist fights in this? I don't remember. Jaquette's bet there's some slapping. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, Molly's bet a guitar gets broken either deliberately or accidentally. Oh, Ooh. very good. Uh, Dan's bet. Alan Cummings, I don't know, pants fall off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There was also a very catchy song that is played in this movie. They have like their main hit. And it's like a countdown. I can't remember the words, but it's like, it took five whole 
days. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. Long spin? Yeah. And then, it, and then it counts down. It's like, say three small words. Oh. To me? To. Well, partridge in a pear tree. Yep, that's it. Josie and the pussy cats. Josie and the pussy cats. I just I don't know. Isn't that the actual theme song from the cartoon? Oh, I don't know. I've I never think seen it is. the real that cartoon. Right. I think it is. The cartoon they go on adventures. I have no idea. I never watched that one. They're like a band, but then they like Scooby Doo around. I don't know. I, I don't mean, even. I don't even know. Like, if other than there are like the name of the the movie yeah. like if there's any other relation okay. between the cartoon and the yeah movie. i'm looking at molly because she's got professional cartoon experience that's true but maybe you were not allowed to watch hannah barbera uh <laughs> no I, I remember some hannah barbera didn't they own it yeah it's on boomerang yeah. right it is on boomerang um but i wow. uh to my shame watched less boomerang and watched more cartoon network yeah. So Wait, actually, prob- I mean, it's Boomerang. I don't know. Boomerang is a Cartoon oh. Network like throwback channel, right? Oh. It's not as available in all of the markets that Cartoon Network is available oh, I in. See. Um, it's uh, I don't know, maybe half of them. I can't remember. This is right now. Uh, this was when I worked there. Okay. So, oh. like when probably I ten years ago. Was watching cartoons a lot. You know what's so sad? I was thinking about this the other day because okay, so I finally downloaded the Peacock app uh-huh. mm. so that I could watch my Chicago Fire series. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I'm just going through a phase right this now. This is not a sponsor of the show. Okay. Do not get into too deep in the details. Okay. Don't explain. I won't How ex- you get Peacock? <laughs> Don't explain what Peacock is. Yeah, it's just a bird. It's that just a bird. Tells you about things okay. that happen in Chicago. There is a streaming to cut all that out, Beth. And okay. I will start again and just say there's a streaming service uh-huh. that is pushing these horror movies really hard. Okay, okay. and it is, but I mean these are like gruesome horror movies mm. uh, that yeah. I am personally not interested in, and you, it's very hard to avoid it. And it reminded me of my days at Cartoon Network where I was in a meeting where we'll just say a big wig who was newer to the network was really wanting to push. It was kind of a spooky series. It was for older kids. It was like for kids who were probably like nine to 11, somewhere around there. And he was like, I want us to push this everywhere we can. And so, you know, we're doing all the usual things. And he's like, what about Boomerang? Are we promoting it on Boomerang? And the guy who did scheduling for that was like, um, you know, Boomerang is really for like four and five year olds. They're they're it's pretty scary content for them. So mm-hmm. we, we weren't planning on putting it there. And they had this discussion. Um, I call it a discussion. Uh <laughs> it was it was interesting. Um, but at the end of it, it was decided to run it on Boomerang. And from mm-hmm. the perspective of the people in the room, that means slotting it in on this like uh, spreadsheet, right? Mm-hmm. But then I was up visiting my sister like the very next weekend, uh, and she had two young kids, including my nephew, who was about five at the time, loved Boomerang. Uh, I sort of felt like it was the network for him, you know, mm-hmm. and was so scared by these promos that got yeah. that were being run oh, for like no. kids who are like twice his age. Um, anyway, capitalism is tough. <laughs> And it's really hard to stand up to power. And I was thinking about it. And I was like, that guy really laid truth to power. And he still got bulldozed. But I'm really yeah. glad he at least tried, mm-hmm. you know? I bet and Josie the real- and the Pussycats are going to try to stand up to power. Oh, thank Why you. Not they are. 
Josie and the Pussycats. Hey, is going to pass the Bechtel Wallace test. Let's hope oh, so. Oh, God, Jesus if it Christ. doesn't, that's. Oh, horrific. I hope those other two Pussycats got names. And they're, they're not, not just, just collectively like... the Pussycats. <laughs> the pussycats. <laughs> they got you. Come here, Pussycats. Right. Hey, Josie. <laughs> like, even Pussycat 1 and Pussycat 2, I feel like we could make an argument that that's sure, a pass. Sure, 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 sure. I, I'm not going to argue that, but... <laughs> I mean, they've been individualized. Unless that the, that's their given name on their birth certificates. <laughs> wow. Hey, I mean, naming a, a band has never been easier. Well, well that's a very narrow I'm just saying, if you're just saying, if you're saying Pussycat number one is her name, but that's yeah. not really her name, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she has a name that she likes to be called, but people are just calling it, what her... What if it's Pussycat one? Yeah. All right, then I'll take it. What okay. if Rosario Dawson, the scene where Rosario Dawson says to Alan Cumming, like, hey, you call me Pussycat One and nothing else. You know what? Okay, then And then I'm, his pants fall off because he's so shocked. Then I'm all in, except if, like, a male executive had come in and said, like, she's going to say she wants that name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the movie in, or no, in, in real life? In real life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll know. We'll know. Oh, okay. We'll know. Yeah, we'll know. We sure. got... Notes vision where we can see all the notes. That Do you happen. think this movie is directed by a man or a woman? Man. Yeah. man. Okay. <laughs> I mean, sadly, right? Yeah. Like, just statistically. Is that a new test? Like, mm. female characters, male director? <laughs> sure. Sure. Interesting. Yep. Comma director. What? I'm trying what? to abbreviate female characters, male director. Oh. To. Feature <laughs> Mader. Feature Mader. Feature Mader. Feature Mader. Feature Mader. Okay. Wow. I mean, I just don't want to stay on this much longer. So. Feature Meter. Feature Meter. Feature Meter. I love meter. it. That's great. Feature right. Meter. Feature Meter. Here's and we'll know what meter. that means. Yeah, we yeah, know we'll what know it means. Everybody knows what it means. Everybody knows what Wink. Feature Meter <laughs> means. <laughs> so is this a Feature Meter? And we don't like Feature Meters. We like... Feature femurs. <laughs> femurs? Feeders. Feature feeders. Feature feeders. We like to feature feeder, not a feature mater. <laughs> Crispin's Blubber's Blubber's Oh, lover. my God. Dan's bet there's going to be some sort of uh, male sycophant to Josie. Oh. Like a super fan of the band. He's a creep. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's necessarily a creep. He's just like he's a nerd. super into them. He's and a like, loser. We hate him. What? We hate him, he's a loser? He might be a loser, and we hate him, or he might just be, like, harmless, but just too much. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's yeah. got a hat. Is he... Much, but he's got a distinct hat. Okay. Is he this... Okay, I don't... I'm trying to think if there are any, like, romantic plot lines in this mm. movie. I bet there is, because it's a movie... For teens. Dan's bad. Yeah. Hot label mate that is... Oh. Turns out to be... Too into the capitalism, but Josie is oh, I see. into him at first because it seems like, oh, we'll rise, our stars will rise together. How fun. Yeah. Oh, we're yeah. going on tour together. Yeah. yeah. So this is midriff era, right? It oh. has to be, right? Yes. It has okay, to be. It. Yeah. Yeah. If we're talking like turn of the millennium, millennium, millennium. it's got to be midriff. <laughs> I think one of the Pussycats will have a stable boyfriend that we won't spend much time with. Nice. And okay. the other will be single. I love it. That sounds. Pretty accurate. It's a yeah. Great bet. Yeah. Love it. Will we okay, wait, how do I phrase this? Do does Josie and or the Pussycats have parents? Uh, or do they live together in a crazy band house? Oh, do they have a van? They might have a van. Molly's bet they have a van. That's nice. fun. Yeah. 
I think there right is down. maybe something about her parents because it's like <laughs> her relationship with her parents and also with her friends starts um, to get like interrupted by her fame. Like her dad is like, popularity. what happened to you? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Molly, I think Josie or one of the pussycats will have divorced parents. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, I love it. Well, I find that very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Canonically speaking, that's very interesting to Molly. Yeah. Um, in the end, they triumph. Okay. Oh, How, yeah. What does triumph look like in this they, case? Uh, friendship. Yeah. Friendship Friendship wins? Yep. They destroy yep. the capitalist machine. Alan Cummings' pants fall down. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Cummings' pants fall down. Everybody slaps each other. I bet somebody breaks their cat headband that's Ooh, supposed to control their nice. thoughts yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Then they either go independent. Yeah, they go. They're an indie band now. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. They go like kind of in a, a different artistic direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they win the Battle of the Bands. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Or they come in second, but it feels like first. <gasps> oh, oh, right. Oh, Rocky That's the end to bring it on. They don't, so. need, they don't need the win to be yeah. successful. Friends. Yep. Yeah. Friends yeah. don't win. Friends. <laughs> friend. Friends already win. Ooh, friends you've already, have already won. Yeah. You had me at friends. God. Oy. Okay. <laughs> and with that, let's do ratings. Yeah. Molly, how should we rate this film? Ooh, all right. You got your choice. No. no. Nope. Okay. In that case, it's uh, Cigar Chomps. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Wait, Chomps? Chomps. Like, uh, nope. I was thinking that sometimes dentures are called Chomps, are they? Oh. <laughs> sure. The <laughs> Chompers? Teeth Chompers. 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 That's really what it is. See, mm-hmm. I was thinking of the, the Chomp Chomp from Mario Brothers. Oh. Or whatever. Chain Chomp. Chain oh, chomp. should we do no. the Cigar Chomp Chompers? Chomp chomps. Chomp chomps. Chomp chomps. Cigar chomp chomps. Cigar chomp chompers. Is this the act of chomping a cigar? Or is this a product to hold your cigar when you're not smoking it? And it it's like a bag clip, but it looks like a pair of teeth. It I can't believe you nailed it. Yeah, it is a product and it looks like a comical pair of teeth. I was gonna Is it made by the brand Hocus Smokus? Yes. Since this is a Hanna Bear Hanna property, is it in fact some sort of small animal that is alive and says it's a living? Oh, I guess it's a living. Um, you know what? It's not, but only because I couldn't man- mass manufacture it. Oh, that makes okay. sense. Um, but sure. it does have a little button on it that will, if you press it, say, say it's, it's a, a living. living. So it's like shaped like an animal that yeah. would believably sure. see that role. Exactly. Chomp, cigar, chomp, chompers. 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 Cigar, yeah. chomp, chompers. Mm-hmm. Cigar, chomp, chompers. Okay, I love it. Which is a bird. Oh. Okay, mm-hmm. so it is a bird. Okay. Mm-hmm. But with like human looking teeth? Oh. Yes, but it looks adorable, not creepy. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they. I'm sure they test. I can it. picture it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> sure. Sure. We all can. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Scar Chomp Choppers. Scar Chomp Choppers. Dan, you go Scar-chomp first, choppers. as we all know. Okay. My name is Dan. I go first because I'm the best, and wow. not because Whoa. this is where I sit wow. at the table. Um, I know nothing about this movie other than it was a movie that came out when I was a teen. And not marketed to me at all. It was also a cartoon I never watched because, I don't know, I didn't have cable, maybe. Or maybe it just wasn't that popular, so it was never on. It's probably really dumb, but maybe in, like, a charming way. So I'm going to be optimistic and say four Cigar Chomp Chompers because I'm hoping I'll enjoy it 
and usually Alan Cumming is a real treat. So Agreed. Mm-hmm. I first saw him in Spy Kids. I'm pretty sure he was in Spy Kids. Wow. Is that true? Oh. We should watch Spy Kids. I know. Okay. And okay. Antonio Banderas is in that. Yes. Yeah. Actually, that would be a very fun movie for me to watch. Anyway. Josie and the Puss in Boots. Yeah. That's yep. pretty good. I get it also. Thank you. <laughs> Beth is next. Beth is next because she's second best? No. no. She's first best. First best. Yeah. We just first need is a the primer. worst. Second is the best. Yeah, we all know that. Third is one with the hairy chest. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, I I think this movie's pretty entertaining. Um, it's the kind of movie that if it was on TV, I would probably watch it. Mm. And with that, I'm going to give it <laughs> <laughs> you want a, a yes. uh, I'm going to say a four. There's a reason that Drew picked it, right? Right. Like, it's probably pretty fun. There's yeah. probably something in there that we completely, for, that I completely forgot about that Drew's like, you're going to get a kick out of this. So, yeah, we can only assume Drew's intentions are good. Oh, I have mm-hmm. no other, I have no reason to believe otherwise. Mm-hmm. Unless Drew's an evil mastermind, we'll find out in the second half. Yep. <laughs> Teaser. Teaser. <laughs> My name is Dan. I am the one with the hairy chest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, hmm, I, as uh, other Dan said, also Dan, excuse me, Brandy, <laughs> um, I have no connection to this movie at all. I barely knew it was a movie. <laughs> I barely knew it was a cartoon. I probably knew it was a cartoon more than I knew it was a movie. But I also sort of knew people who were a little younger than me liked it a lot. I don't know what to do about that. <laughs> I'm going to take my three-piece coward band to three-chord three island and give it a three. What? Wow. Three-corn island? Chord. Three-chord island. So like three power three. chords? Oh, power chord would have been a great Cigar Chomp Chompers? How is this good. associated with Cigar Chomp Chompers? Well... I'm giving Very it a confused. three because I'm a coward. Yeah. Uh-huh. And oftentimes we talk about taking the boat to Coward Island. I yeah. I tried to put a lot of band stuff in there. Got it. Mm-hmm. And I forgot about the scars entirely. So on that island, there are three. There's three chomp choppers. Okay. Got you. it. And the, oh, and the chord is musical. Yep. Okay. Got mm-hmm. it. Yep. I thought it was like the yeah. chord attached to the guitar. I should have made it girl power chord. That would have been a good what one. What is it with all these rating regrets? Uh, I, don't wow. know. Rate, I don't know. Rate regrets. Nope. Okay, that's Molly. I go fourth. Uh, I will say that I have a real soft spot for both girl power in this era. Although this era, I was well into my 20s, maybe even close to late 20s, mid. And um, so, yeah, it definitely wasn't marketed to me. I wasn't really thinking about it. Um, But I'm excited to watch it. So... Also, tip of the hat to our sponsor, Drew City. Uh, yep. Okay. Great. I'm gonna I'm gonna go four and a half. Wow. Four and a half cigar chomp chompers. So is a half chomper like one half of the chomping mechanism is gone, so it doesn't actually work anymore? Or it says no lower jaw. Can I make a proposal? Yes. It's just the lower jaw that you use as an ashtray. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That is correct. Okay. Thank okay. you. And with that, we're going to press pause, go watch Josie and the Pussycats, and we'll be right back. Uh, uh, um. Hey, everyone. We'll be getting back to that second half that you know and love in one second. But first, we'd like to take a moment to thank our executive producer, Drew City of the Unspoken Realms podcast, for executive producing this 
very special extra sode. Thank, you, you, Drew. thank you, Drew. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, Drew. If you'd be interested in executive producing an episode of Toe Three Call, a very own extra sode of your own, go to patreon.com slash Toe Three Call for details. But I'm not an heiress. I can't afford this. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's not that much. Great. Yeah. And it can be over, actually, it is over the course of a year, is it not? It, it is. Yes, it is. Correct. You can pay it all in advance if you do want to just slap some ducats down on the table. <laughs> and you get a little bit of a discount if you Ooh. slap dukes. Ooh, slap those dukes. <laughs> what, what is happening? You know what else is interesting to me besides whatever this is? <laughs> we are doing something very special at the end of this, not the, quite the end of this month, almost the end of this month, October 29th, not quite Halloween because people are busy on Halloween. Halloween. Friday, October 29th, we are doing a Totes Watch Along live on the internet, what? on YouTube.com, on our website.com. <laughs> I assume you can access it there as well. Yes, yeah, so that will just link to YouTube.com. <laughs> Perfect. We are going to be watching the very spooky sea, sea monster epic, Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> Because sharks are the monsters of the sea. Yes. And it is Halloween. Yep. Uh, you will be able to watch along with us. It is streaming on Netflix.com or it is rentable at various other streamable platforms. True. Uh, it is at what time, Beth? It is at 8 p.m. Central. 8 p.m. Central. We're going to be on YouTube. We're going to be talking about it. We're going to count down when we should all press play on this movie. And then you can enjoy our dumb commentary while you watch what I'm sure is a very important and intellectual movie that we're ruining by talking. Yeah. yeah. And you can also play along if you, it will be streaming on YouTube and Facebook. So if you comment on any yes. of those pages, uh, we can put that up on the screen. You can make jokes along with us. It's super fun. We had such a great time last time. I'm really looking forward to this. I am also looking forward Me to too. this. Me too. If you can't make it Me on the well. 29th, like if you do have like a Halloween party or something you're going That's to, so popular. it will live on YouTube. And so you can just, Watch it anytime you want to. Mm -hmm. So, but doing it live means that you can interact with us, and it yeah. will be. We want fun. those comments. Yeah, give us your comments. Send us comments. Jeez, makejokes.com. Yeah, <laughs> and now back to the show. And we're back. We just watched one hour and 38 minutes of product placement and music. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, minimal, minimally. That's what we watched. It's Josie and the Pussycats. We always start with a 60-second summary. My name is Dan. Let's do this. I volunteer. <laughs> wow. wow. High energy in the second half. That's high something. Somebody must have loved the movie he just saw. I am Somebody running hot. Wants. Somebody wants to go I'm home. ready to go, go home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to do it? Yes. All right. Let me get some seconds on the clock here. Are you ready? Go. Yeah, the overall premise of the movie is established <laughs> when Alan Cummings kills a boy band because they figure out the plan. Then Josie and the Pussycats <laughs> are there. They're cool, but no one likes their band yet. Alan Cummings makes them superstars, but also uses them to sell subliminal messaging. There's a big plot for all the corporations to sell more products all the time. All the governments are in on it. In the end, friendship is tested and 30 seconds. Uh, wow. <laughs> and succeeds, and the plots are foiled, and it's revealed that the true plot is for two people that um 
Uh, one has a speech impediment and the other is an albino and that's their great shame. All along just wanted to be liked and seconds. I didn't like this movie. Still got time. I'm done. You got five more seconds. I cede my time to the floor. Oh, okay. Well. Cute outfits. Too late. Wow. I stopped the clock. All right. Uh, I don't like how efficient Dan is getting it. <laughs> I know. He's really like showing everyone up, especially me, because I'm so bad. Yeah, but also I feel like he's like, he's just, he's. I pat- delivered it without joy. He's patting with a lot of tudes, right? Yeah. Like you brought joy to yours. Yeah. Well, there were so many things in the movie that I wanted to talk about. I was excited about it, yeah. but I got mm-hmm. overwhelmed. Yeah, whereas Dan and is just. He's like, here's the facts. Like, oh, Let's my, get to my it. My heart yeah. is dried That's out in black. Po- That's you the point rule. of the summary. Dan, if you're going to do it again, you have to start with we open on. <laughs> oh, no, you get lost we in it. We have to give you That's a- great. <laughs> That's what we enjoy. Um, yeah. This Decent movie. summary. It, oh, yeah. It was a, uh, they yeah. were in Riverdale. Yes. Sure. That is the thing that I did not realize. Mm-hmm. Josie and the Pussycats is a like spin-off of the Archie comics mm-hmm. and so they everything is Riverdale based. Yeah. Yeah. Um which is now like a very popular show yes. among teenagers. And yep. I've asked this before, I think. You're sounding real grumpy already. And Go ahead. Are there vampires? <laughs> In, in Riverdale. It feels like there should be. Thank you. Like it's dark. Like the new Riverdale or that's just in mostly general? the vibe. That's oh, okay. mostly what I'm pulling. Are there vampires? Yeah. It's the vibe of the new Riverdale. I bet there's at least one vampire. It feels like soft true blood or vampire diaries, <laughs> which I guess is soft I true blood. I think it's supposed yeah. to be more like horny teen Twin Peaks is mm. more what they're going for. Okay. Oh. Right? Twin Peaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there weird stuff going on? I don't know. It's just like moody and like this crimin, crimin. There's crimin? Yeah. It's definitely crimin. Josie and the Pussycats appear in the new Riverdale? Oh, yeah, okay. sure do. Are they the crime? Wait, I don't have, know if they're have you seen crime. Riverdale? No, never. Oh. oh. I've seen you know part this? of it because okay. Luke Perry was in it. Yes. Oh, yes, that's mm-hmm. right. Hmm. Here's the thing. So this movie uh, is very self-referential. Yes. I think yeah. we can all agree on that. Um, And it, it it's Oh, I don't. Okay, I want to start by saying I was really looking forward to this movie, and I wanted to like this movie. Yeah. And things I did like very much uh, were the dynamics uh, among the main three actors mm-hmm. who played the ba- Josie and the Pussycats. I felt like they had uh, they played it with a joyful energy. I wanted to be their friend. I wanted to be part of it. Like it definitely like. I am not Beth, and I was not in her shoes, but I could totally picture myself wanting to be in that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But man, there was so much plot, and the plot was so plotting. And I mean, it was predictable by any by any measure, and I yeah. just found the movie exhausting, right? Yeah. Like, I, I remember thinking that they were very cool, and I, like, like you said, want to be in the band with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also remember that it was kind of funny and fun. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find it very funny at all. <laughs> there were some funny moments. Agreed. Yep. There were a few points when we were like, that was good. Yeah. Or that jerkin was like the new cool. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. I mean, I really enjoyed just at the end of the movie, all the credits go, the music ends, and then some the movie phone voice comes in and just goes, Jerkin. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny to me. That was the only funny moment <laughs> of it, really. Wow. Dan hated it. Dan I hated it so much. I 
I didn't hate it so much. I think it again. Speak your truth. <laughs> I f- I also found it overwhelming and exhausting, mm-hmm. and I feel like an ancient human uh, <laughs> for feeling thus. But something about for feeling thus. Yes. Yeah. It's not for well, feeling thus. There you go. <laughs> This era of movie and this style of just like, it's very fast. I think we talked about while we were watching how I also felt overwhelmed by Clueless, which is earlier, but there's a lot, there's a lot of crossover in the cast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It just, it's like a quick, (laughs) it's quick and filled with young people. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is too fast. Oh my God. (laughs) The people in it are young. There's too many products. Ah. Well, that, that, that was the whole thing. Like, I forgot about all that. Like, yeah. it is filled with product placement. It was like 73. I thought that was funny. And they did not get the paid for that. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I like that a little better. Yeah. I thought that was funny. I want that on record. Yeah. I, I think I would have I think I would have liked this movie in 2001, which it came out in Good Job. In Beth. April of 2001. Who said Oh, yeah. Beth. Bath. This is a pre-9-11 movie. Yeah. <laughs> Explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah we were at the yeah. top of the world. McDonald's was everywhere. McDonald's Target. Oh, yeah. Yep. Then Not afterwards. And I don't think I realized what, like, a, um, I don't know, what a time this was. Like, late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has such a distinctive stamp of pop culture. Yeah. And how much overlap there is among this like cohort of actors right then. Mm-hmm. Like so much overlap between Clueless and American Pie. And um and I and I realized because like Eugene Levy makes an appearance in this, and I was so confused. Right. And then I remembered American Pie came out, and that's what people would know him from. Right. Yeah. And he played a really similar character. There, you know, that well, I was thinking like because Parker Posey is the other like mm-hmm. is the super villain female villain that's yes. behind everything. I was like, why are there so many like Christopher Guest actors? In yeah. This movie? <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah. that that also came came into play with the uh, writer director team, which mm-hmm. we should definitely talk about. Okay, we don't have to talk about yet. Why not? Why not? No time like the present. <laughs> Josie and Let's the Pussycats live it. now. Seize the day. Dan box. wants us to go fast because that's what he loves. He loves speed <laughs> yep. and, and young, young people. people. <laughs> so Molly, quick cuts on topics. We bet this was going to be a fee charmander. Yep. Charmander. Fee charmander. Fee charmander. Fee charmander. Yeah. Which is, of course, as everybody knows, a female character's male directors. Yep. Uh, twist. Twist. Feature. Check. Mm-hmm. Mater. Half a check. Yeah. Because <laughs> crazy. It's a team, presumably. Yep. Uh, judging from names, which is not. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it would appear to be a male and female directing pair. Yes. Molly, they, speak on that. I would love to Please confirm. Or I would be happy to, to. refute. Uh, Deborah Kaplan and Harry Elfant. Okay. Uh, who did uh, this one, but also can't hardly wait. Oh. They were the writer director teams for both. They yep. met in N- at NYU. Huh. Uh, and are about three years apart in age. Um, so yeah, they were a writing team and they did a bunch of these movies. And then Deborah Kaplan, um, either directed or worked on, um, a very Brady Christmas can't hardly wait, which was in 1998. 
Um, the Flintstones, Viva, Rock Vegas, Josie mm-hmm. and the Pussycats, and then Surviving Christmas and some others. So it's all this kind of comedic genre of movie. Mm-hmm. And you yes. know this because you're good cl- personal friends with her? Yeah, or? well, um, actually what, what I ended up doing during the movie, there were a couple of slower parts. Oh, okay. uh, and um, and I found myself looking at two websites, okay. but okay. probably the, the main one was um, Wikipedia. Do you know this one? <laughs> wow that pre-recorded intro gets better every time yeah um thank you thank you for yeah. that thank you for pressing the button Beth. you're yes. welcome i'm very good, good at button it now. pressing uh here's a piece of trivia you might not know oh. that deborah kaplan I'm listening w- married brecklin meyer Oh, Who's yes. That? He was Reckon one of the Meyer. he was one of the Dujours, right? Yeah, one he's of the Dujour? boy bands. And he's in Clueless. He he's sure the is. skateboarding dude that yeah. um Brittany Murphy's character yeah. falls for. Oh, yep. I think he's also in The Craft, which I just watched. Is he? Yeah. Is he the guy not Seth Green? Right. Not the guy from Scrubs. Right. 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 Yes. Not the guy that we thought was a lesser scars guard. The other guy. He's in the craft. Yes. Wow. I uh, just didn't realize that. They got married in October of 2001. So okay. It was a big year. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Did and they, they meet had, on the movie? Did you I say? don't know if they met on the okay. movie, but they got married pretty so. And, and she worked with him, I think, also on Can't Hardly Wait. I don't okay. remember. But uh, anyway, they had two kids, and they were married for like 12 years or so. Mm. Wow. So there was romance on the movie. Yeah, what? What happened, what happened after 12 years? 12 years. Um, well, first they, they, got, a sep- they got separated. Okay. Um, and then Probably uh, they, that. they yeah. <laughs> don't. <laughs> okay, new listeners. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I think you know it how is it happened. now canon on this show that I love divorce, and I love pressing the dance for divorce stories. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure why that is. Anyway, but this I this mean, couple happened you know, to get a divorce. It's true. Reality. Of <laughs> It's historical. I mean, we're just reciting what happened. Like it's like it happens, and then we record the show, so now there's evidence of it. So check the tapes. Oh boy. Check um, the tapes. But that was not the only romance on this. What? Yes. Wow, a double. Tara Reid and Carson Daly. Okay. Yes. Met apparently during the TRL recording portion of this movie. And so they met engaged. in the scene where Carson is supposed to murder her? And they're kind of flirting? They're kind of flirting, yeah. That was like so. real flirting. Do you think that was a note from the director team? They're like, I'm noticing some chemistry here <laughs> while you swing that baseball bat at her. Wow, wow. <laughs> I do remember them being a couple. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? No. <laughs> like, why would I? That's such a random celebrity couple. Term. I don't know, because he was on all. TV all the time. Yeah, I mean, because that was the show. I mean, I was watching MTV like... yeah. So much at that point. Yeah. And he was probably like, oh, my girlfriend, Terry. TRL was everything. Yeah, it was for a period of time. You had to you had to watch it or else you wouldn't know what kids were talking about at school the next day. Yeah. Mm. Or you would just go to your regular job. And- <laughs> <laughs> I mean. School's job for kids. Yes. Yeah, school is job for school kids. School is job for kids. <laughs> hey, teens. School is job for kids. Just remember. School's job. For kids. <laughs> Uh, I didn't have cable, so TRL to me was just that weird, dumb thing that the richer kids would yeah. enjoy. Mm. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we weren't, like, super rich. I didn't but say you for were. for some reason, we had cable at that point in time. I'm not we judging your situation, Beth. Wow. But what? at that point in time, I was watching TRL and Boomerang. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I tell you what, what I wouldn't have get. I babysat mostly for access to cable <laughs> and snacks. Maybe that's what... I mean, I was babysitting for sure at that point. Mm-hmm. So. Were they... Were you using your own babysitter money to pay for cable? Oh, who controlled no, your finances? I wasn't, but you know, <laughs> you know what I did watch you know while I was babysitting at, that I just remembered what? the entire first season of Entourage. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. They had oh, it. Oh yeah. They had it on DVD. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Anyway, fun fact. My mind is better. <laughs> <laughs> I have one thing to say about Tara Reid and one question. Great. About terror. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Statement question. Uh, my statement In that is. Order? Yes. Okay. Uh, my statement is I actually really enjoyed her performance, though was kind of bummed by her character, but I think she really brought the ditzy positive. She understood the assignment. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. yeah she really did. I really brought it, and I was charmed. I will say I was charmed. I was charmed because I think she brought more of the joy and less of the dumbness. Yes. Yeah. But she she, she ran f- funnily. Oh my god, she ran like a muppet. It was yeah. amazing. The just oh, I'll we can talk about this because I know you have a question. I still. do have a question. Okay. Uh, but let's Molly. Can you note that we should talk about just the general hand physicality in this movie? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, thank you. Absolutely. Tara Reid, America Pie. Yeah. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Um, really got run through the Hollywood ringer. Is yep. that true about Tara Reid? Yes. Yeah, I don't remember all the things. Me neither. I mean, she did date Carson Daly, okay. number one. That's Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there was some sort of unraveling or something that yeah. happened. Yeah. I think she I think she got she was in the uh tabloids quite a bit mm-hmm. for partying hard doing. Yeah. And like now you know, seeing things like what those women who were in the tabloids a lot were going through, it's kinda like well, I, yeah, I don't know what was going on in her life for real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just to bring up the energy again, Downer Dan. Um, wow. I, mean, I was going to finish with, we support you, Tara. Yep. Yeah. And we love you, unless you're a monster. No, yeah. I don't think she is. I don't know. I don't think you are. She's great. Uh, tweet at us. Tweet at us, Tara. Here. If yes, monster. No monster. no monster. Hey, this is our second Tara Reid movie. It oh, is? is it? Yeah, because she's in Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah. She plays Bunny. Oh, oh yeah. so good in that. She crushes. Yeah. Uh, Sure does. And uh, so, of course, it turns out none of these actresses played instruments going into this. Sure. And so they okay. all went to what they called band camp, where they all learned how to play their instruments passively. Yeah. Uh, for two weeks, which Tara Reid thought was hilarious because she got to say when I was in band camp like a thousand times because she was in American Pie. Uh, uh, that was very funny. Big line about flute sex. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Ooh. I've seen that movie. I've never seen that I've movie. I've only seen part of it and then the second one for some reason. I've seen the trailer a thousand times because they advertised it on MTV during TRL. Oh, <laughs> sure. Well, an important movie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> truly. And Seth Green had her on Robot Chicken a lot. Sure. Actually, a lot oh. of these actors on Robot Chicken. So I, in my imagination, I bet she's great and fun. Uh, hand physicality. Yes. Uh, okay. Quick note on this movie. Parker Posey in this movie, she is great in I general. Like I, I like think she crushed in this role. And treasure. part of the reason she crushed and is a treasure is because the choices she made with her hands in particular, I feel like other characters do this too, but like she just 
gestured in ways that I found very entertaining and were completely unnecessary. And just like the whole, the way she played the character was ridiculously over the top all the time. Mm -hmm. And it was, I don't know, it worked. Oh, it was right? great. There was a series, a series of laughs from me okay. were all from her physicality. Like she did something with her shoulder yeah. and then it cut to the next scene and then she does something with her hands and she's doing the same thing that like a giant portrait oh, of yeah, her. She's like, she puts her hands yeah. over her shoulders like, let's gossip or yeah. something. Yeah. And then, yeah, at one point she like gestured to like a monitor and just like the way she even like flung her arm out to gesture at the monitor. It was, I don't know, it tickled me. Well, it was great because it turns out in her backstory is that she was actually a very unpopular, awkward person who has no idea how girls relate to each other yeah. or, yeah. you know. So, of right. course, she'd be like, let's go, let's French braid. Right. Yeah. Um, which is pretty great. Uh, a little behind the scenes that's very sad is that in the original script. Um, this is from Wikipedia. No, this is actually from Trivia. I am. Do we know if it's true? Trivia.net? We don't know, so I should disclaim this with, if anything I'm saying is false, please go to IMDb and complain to them. Yeah. <laughs> and correct it. And correct it immediately. <laughs> Click edit and change it to the correct fact. But apparently, originally, her character's backstory was going to be that she was overweight as a kid mm -hmm. and was very self-conscious about that. And there's plenty of body-hating, um, fat-shaming, body-shaming stuff in here. But anyway, she made it about a lisp. Instead, mm -hmm. which is marginally, I guess it's much better for that time. Sure. You yeah. know what I mean? In terms of levels of awareness, but it's, it's real ableist. Yeah. It's not, it's not a good big reveal at the end. Like the no. master plan is Fiona Parker Posey had a lisp and she wants everybody to think she's cool and doesn't have a lisp. And but Alan Cummings is an Albert. Is an albino. Yes, mm -hmm. and they went to school together. And he's, he's not really British. He's right. not British. Mm -hmm. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> it's both like a bummer, from kind of like uh, using people's, I guess, disabilities or whatever for comedy, but also it's like the stakes are lowered, right, by that reveal. Mm -hmm. I feel like. Maybe that's the comedy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I did like that his nickname was White Ass Wally. <laughs> <laughs> well, that made me laugh, I guess. I mean, when we thought, oh, well, how are we going to know? That's true. We were really looking for Dan's bet that Alec Hammonds would drop oh, trout. We got mm. so close. He's fighting with Rosario Dawson. Mm -hmm. She pulls his jacket up over his head. It's like we're already there. Yeah. She's yeah. already disrobing like, him yeah. in a Part comedic one way. Is done. Yeah. Oh, so close. And she even like spun him around, like perfect opportunity for his pants to get caught on something as he trips. No. Yeah. There. And that's a way to reveal mm -hmm. that he's got a white ass. Yep. Oh, oh, Beth. Beth. Well, nobody called me to help them write no. the screenplay. Hey, screenwriters, <laughs> yeah, call Beth. Yeah, more Six white asses, <laughs> more white asses in Hollywood. Is that what we're saying? Uh, I, think I think that's what we're all saying. I think, that. I think the the position of the podcast <laughs> no, is that I there think needs to be more white asses. I'm pretty sure that's not what we're saying. Movies. That's what we all agreed to. We're we saying call Beth. <laughs> And then and she'll probably <laughs> don't ask me, actually, because I don't know. She'll write some no. white asses in she'll your show. She'll write a white ass in your show. tell you how movies work uh -huh. and then help you make better jokes. Step one, more white <laughs> ass. <laughs> Give her a cigar to chop. Yeah. 
Oh, God bless America. Can I pause here to tell y'all a story? I mean, yes. Okay. Okay. What are the keywords? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me if I've told you. Uh, I got my eyes dilated for the first time. Okay. Sounding familiar? No. Maybe. No. I was getting a vision exam, and I have been really fortunate in that I had 20-20 vision for most of my life. Wow, break. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> and this is a few years ago. Um, not that many, but maybe like five to eight years ago or something. And I went to the doctor, and they dilated my eyes. And I had planned to just sort of keep working and to like drive back to work and, and do all of that. But I was looking at my... Was it even a Blackberry? No, it couldn't have been. Anyway, I was looking at my phone and it like dissolved in front of me. For anyone who's <laughs> ever had your eyes dilated, you're like, yeah, that's what happens. But I had no idea that I would not be able to read a screen. Yeah, you can't see anything. You really, you. you really can't. Um, and so now I had, I couldn't, literally could not work. And I had time on my hands. It was like some stupid time, like 2 p.m. or something where you're not going to like go back to work and pretend to stare at your screen for a couple hours. But I couldn't figure out what else to do. And so I had my sister's phone number memorized and I was able to like somehow get her, call her. And she was at work, but she took time out of her day to um, look up some movies for me to see. And she not only read out to me the movie schedule, she did it in the voice of Mr. Movie Phone. Oh, good sister. That's yes. Cute. So it was very cute. And she figured a movie for me to see. And I saw it for $5. They thought I was stoned. I was not. My eyes were dilated. Sure. Was that Josie and the Pussycats? Is this it, the big reveal? No, the big reveal oh. is she did it in the voice of Mr. Movie Phone, which oh. comes into play in this movie in a very big way. Because I guess 2001 was around the AOL time, right? There was AOL bought tons Mr. of AOL Phone. product placement yeah. in that movie. Yeah, and they reference AOL. And anyway, but the whole point of this, one of the major jokes, is that Mr. Movie Phone is the subliminal voice. Yep. Yes, that's pretty good. That is that's pretty, a pretty good. good joke. Okay, I think but I said that's pretty good. To you myself. heard it here. <laughs> uh, pretty good. That's a pretty good moment for Dan. Yeah, there were a couple yeah. moments where Dan would say, matter of factly, that's pretty good <laughs> while watching this movie. Yeah. Oh, and what was going on? I couldn't totally hear, but every now and then I'd just hear cans. Well, early on, Alan M., the hottest guy in Riverdale. The hottest guy. Who <laughs> plays the love interest. Pretty thin love story, to be mm -hmm. honest, which yes. was fine. Sure. I was fine with that. Um, but he plays the love interest to Josie. He delivers a line early on that's got a Keanu twinge to it. Yes. Now I can't remember it, but there's like a, oh, there's a an X. There's like a long yeah. A in there. Yeah. Oh, I played the car. I don't remember <laughs> what it is, but cans. It's all cans. Highlighted in my brain, yeah. and then I pictured Keanu in that role for the rest of the movie. Yeah, uh, that would make it better. So Which was good. very funny to me because I love Keanu. He'd be great in it. But, but also, also, this was two years after the Matrix. Yeah, so he would be <laughs> far too old. <laughs> and like, yeah. this is not the movie he's making anymore. No, no. I mean, it would be hilarious if yeah. the hottest guy in Riverdale was Keanu Reeves, like oh. thirty year old, late thirties. <laughs> Yes. Here's my question about Alan M. Great. She brings him with her to New York from True. Riverdale. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then at some point he's like, I'm going to, I really like her. I'm going to ask her on a date. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a very like weird situation where I'm like, they just had to bring, they just like literally brought him to another city. Like he didn't pick up on any of the vibes <laughs> right. or like, I don't well, understand like why he was like, 
wait, I'm really nervous to ask her. Like, she asked you to come to New York City yeah. with her. Why are you scared to, like, ask her to dinner that night? Plus, what you're it, the hottest guy in yeah. all of Riverdale. But also... Oh, that little tiny goatee. Oof, so hot. Uh, I couldn't even see it. it right? was, Wasn't it a soul patch? It was yeah. like, yes, that's what it was. It was, like, mm-hmm. right under his lip, but it was maybe, like, half a centimeter. Very blonde. <laughs> it was so small. So. But on the, on the other like hand... like he missed it. Yeah, it does. On the other hand... Like at when he does actually try to ask her, like, "Oh, I'm doing this show," he's like way too casual for someone who he knows has a stadium concert mm-hmm. like in a day. But that's L and M's vibe. He's just so chill. He's a chilled laid back right. dude from Riverdale. Right, that's fine. Okay, girl power. Let's talk hey. about it. <laughs> let's gossip. Let's get into it. <laughs> these are girls? Question mark. How old are these? Unclear. I thought they characters. were in high school because I thought that that kind of opening scene when they're playing in the bowling alley was a high school mm-hmm. performance. It but they seemed maybe like post high school. Well, it seemed like they were living in either their own house or some sort of weird shack that they built out of cartoon parts. <laughs> yeah. Are there, they homeless? There are and no. And they built their own. There are zero parents zero. to any of the. Possible children, in yeah. This movie. Mm-hmm. Possible teens or young adults or yeah. whatever. The only adults are music people. Yeah, but River. Okay, so Riverdale and Archie, they're about high school kids, right? Yeah. So does is Josie and the Pussycats like a band that comes in and they could be older, or is it like other kids that go to the high school with them? No, it feels idea. like it should be a high school band. Yeah, it does. Yeah, at ver- at the very least, maybe they just graduated from high school. They're right. young. They're sure. early twenties. At best. Late teens, Late teens. early 20s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, women. women. Can we agree? Yes, they are women. Yeah. They it's are still women. spelled with multiple R's, also... like an animal. <laughs> sure, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where I'm leading you on this. Girl power, women power. Women power. Am I right? Someone else talk on I this mean, subject. <laughs> I, I don't oh, think, now I, I don't think at any point they say girl power in the movie, no. but they do say girls, don't they, quite a bit? I forgot to tune into that. I was just looking for the guitar I'm smashing, sure which Cumming did happen. Oh, yep. All the time. yeah. Mm-hmm. Molly nailed it. Yep. The guitar does get smashed yeah. into the, mu- the mega sound, mega sound machine. Mm-hmm. Which is a also there was a lot of slapping. I got that bet. Yep. Good job, yep. me. Did I get any bets? No, you ordered the drop trial. God. Um, I but- would say there was like girl power vibe. I it made me think a lot about ambition. And that they have ambition all the way through, right? Mm-hmm. They want to get signed, and it's a shared ambition. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as Josie, even though it's fed to her subliminally against her will, um, becomes genuinely ambitious for herself, she also becomes like a business lady. Like all of a sudden she's wearing like basically a suit and heels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the only other person presented as having individual ambition is um, Fiona. Slash Parker Posey. Right. And neither of these are particularly positive presentations of ambition, right? Yeah. So it's kind of girl power, but it's also like adult woman ambition shame. Yeah. And the other the other thing that I noticed about this movie is it has a lot of girl versus girl, woman mm-hmm. versus woman action in it. Like they have the three kind of... Um, the other, I I would say they're teenagers because they're hanging out the at the mall yeah. and they've got and they're like all where yeah, um, 
But they, the three girls that are wearing all pink that drive yes. up in the car, and then there's kind of like this like back and forth between them, and it's like just because you like different things doesn't mean you don't have to like each other kind of thing. But yeah. that t- tends to be how teenagers are portrayed in film. Yeah, lots and of And especially women. And maybe girls. this was just true 20 years ago. We just put a higher premium on the back and forth. You know, the one-upmanship and the conversation. It seems so tedious watching it now, but mm-hmm. maybe that was a thing. Yeah. Maybe it's always happening. Is it always happening? I, I don't, don't know. know. You're blowing my mind right now. I'm like, is this something that's... T- a specific like time of period era? of I mean it, it just it 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 felt definitely more advanced than your mama jokes you sure. know what i mean in terms of their uh but it was really i don't know like watching people dunk on each other in that very particular way i feel like media now like somebody might do a dunk forgive me i don't know no keep going <laughs> people keep going yep anyway somebody makes a dunk on another person yeah it sort of stops there right. or it's like there for dramatic effect or maybe there's a little bit of back and forth, but this yeah. sort of like that being the main attraction and the resolution feels very dated to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I've never seen that in real life. Mm. Like that kind of back and forth. Yeah. I mean, my nemesis in high school and I okay, would have some back and forth. interesting that you said the word nemesis. Cause yeah. I was going to say, like people don't have like actually have nemesis <laughs> nemesis nemesis Nem- there it is <laughs> yeah no I did let's talk about it should we Dish. yes okay let's gossip <laughs> uh, so when I was in high school I was a senior in high school and um, the first I had dated this guy it was the first time I'd ever really dated anyone and he See, lived uh, kind of far away motorcycle. He was cigarettes. He, he kind of had that vibe. Yeah. Is this uh, in? Uh, is this in Russia? No, no. This is <laughs> Soviet Union. <laughs> no, this is this is in regular Georgia or like uh, USA Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And uh, anyway, um, he broke up with me. <gasps> How dare he? Yeah, wow. It really hurt my feelings. Um, oh, my American business father <laughs> must move to a new state for business. <laughs> But then his father didn't actually. Move. Yeah, the reason he gave me was that we just lived too far away, which we lived pretty far away from each other. It's like <laughs> a half go to hour the same drive. High no, no, no. We didn't go to the same high school. Oh, um, Crosstown but boy. Then he started dating this girl who lived also in Atlanta, right? Oh, did she liar. go to your high school? What a liar. No, she went to a nicer high school. Oh, my But she was God. like, oh, she was so nice. She was beautiful <laughs> and nice. And she was yeah. literally <laughs> named. What a bee. One of the sassiest girls in America. Like Excuse Sassy me? What do you mean magazine, she was named that? Sassy Magazine had... Do you know Sassy? We I, talked I about only know Sassy th- through, through you. Me. Yeah. Gen Xers. Rise up. Rise up and explain Sassy Magazine. It was, uh, it, was, it was like a zine format, and it was one of the few options at the time for uh, girls and women to read something that read like them that wasn't like 17 magazine or mm-hmm. cosmo or something oh. and she very empowering. was named she was a finalist for sassiest girl in what America. does that mean it means that sassiest magazine which was the um is it like the most alt most interesting most socially progressive okay so option out there big big ass sassy big ass sassy okay um was like Let's find the coolest teenagers in the country uh-huh. and write articles about them uh-huh. and call them sassiest girl in America. I see. How did they find her? 
she write in? There's an application process. I don't know if she nominated herself or somebody else nominated her. Anyway, she's just very, very nice and accomplished. Well, she and sounds cool. great. Yeah. She was she sounds awesome. sounds super cool. She continues to be an awesome human. Does she um, have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like a movie podcast? Or? Wait a second. Is that why we do this show? <laughs> oh, God. This is taking and so long. And her dad, long. her dad, like, worked in a nuclear plant, right? That's why this yeah. guy had to go date her instead. <laughs> no. Like, oh, please to give tour with your father's work. You must find sassy girl. It lock her down, or else we'll never get out of the Soviet bloc. You will tell Sassy Magazine that the Soviet Union is a good place with good people. We're the sassiest iron curtain here. Otherwise, I will break up with you and tell all your friends that you are sluts. (laughs) Right? Right, Molly? That's how it all went down? Yeah. yeah, you really nailed it. Anyway, so this guy who did go to my high school, who I did see every single day, yes. just took this piece of information and just daily would be like, oh, wow, Molly, I saw them together this weekend. And man, I was just struck. She's just so beautiful. She's like, he would just, he would dig in on me. Um, and I don't know, man, we would have these back and forths, much <sighs> like we saw in this movie. Or we would rip each other apart. Oh, it no. was very mean. This is you and this guy that was mean. Yeah. Okay. Me and this good. Guy was mean. I was like, I hope that he wasn't like pushing you two to. Oh, fight. I no, no, not at all. Oh, I no, 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 Sassy. Meant. No. Okay. No, Sassy Girl in America has no idea about any of this. <laughs> also, sounds like she's not that sassy. No, she was plenty sassy. She was. She's. Here's what I'm saying. It's. It's hard to get dumped, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you'd think. It would be hard to be dumped by somebody or or for someone awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's somebody awesome. Like, that's great. They didn't at least dump me for someone terrible. But actually, it's a million times worse because you have all of this teen energy, especially if you're Molly Chase, yeah. right? You have all this teen energy where you need to be mad at someone or something and you haven't figured out how to be mad at your ex yet. That will come later. (laughs) And you can't be mad at this dreamy girl or woman that he is now dating. Uh And I just, like, it locked me up for so long. But the point is, that was one of the cudgels that my high school nemesis used. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, what a jerk. So he was the nemesis the whole time. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's a bit of a reveal. I thought it was a sassy girl. I thought it was a sassy girl. No, no. I don't know that I told that story. No, that was a long no. walk to reveal the nemesis. I've regretted every step of it. I did. It was an amazing story. <laughs> but what a true nemesis to really like grasp yeah. on to like, this is the thing that's going to hurt it's you the most. The most exactly. vulnerable. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was brutal. Oh, I heard you're gay and this girl are going back to <laughs> meet his parents at their farm. And <laughs> <laughs> the Ukraine. She's like a really hard worker. She does a lot for the state. <laughs> uh, oh, your childhood is so interesting. <laughs> oh, what a world traveler. <laughs> I want to circle back um, and pretend like we just talked about Keanu. And then speaking of Keanu yes. and bus... Very good. Wow. Oh, wow. 
Public transportation. I am clapping like a German representative who's just seen Eugene Levy explain subliminal advertising. Which is very good. That guy was great. Um, bus saves the day again. Excuse me? Bus. Bus saves the day. Explain. Teens get horny for public transportation. We yes. all remember that yes. as the platform of this podcast. Absolutely. More white ass, get horny <laughs> for public transportation, flaccid dongs in every movie. Yes. What? When did those that are the three <laughs> positions of this podcast? <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> check the tape. Oh, it got me. Just because it's on the tape doesn't mean that that's what uh, we check, agreed on. Check the tape. So check the tapes. Check the tapes. I believe at least Dan and I have said repeatedly that is a position of this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, and that's majority rule, that's right? That's majority rule. That's math. Wait, what? Yep, no, keep that's going. two versus two. <laughs> yeah. So get horny for public transportation. <laughs> Do you want to take that again? Bus, get horny for public transportation. Bus saves the day. After uh, Josie turns yeah. into a real brainwashed bee. Yeah, business uh-huh. bee. A business brainwashed bee. Yep. Bee, bee, bee. Um, she then looks at Bus Pass, yes. which has the three. <laughs> Pussycats yep. on there being friends yep. yeah. and is remembered of friendship. <laughs> it is still 40 minutes until midnight. Let's do it. And that is the thing that keys her back into friendship is better right. than being brainwashed. Yes. Well, also she trips and her brainwashing device falls off of her head for a second. Right. right. Yeah. But she gets like, Counter-programmed by bus pass. Yes. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do, don't blame bus, but credit bus yes. for saving the day. Yes. Good job, bus. Good yes. job, bus. Good so job, friendship. Teens, take the bus with your friends. Yeah. Okay, so are we to believe then that the transit authority of Riverdale is fine with there being three individuals in your ID because photo? Because they jumped in. And they were so charming. And they, they jumped into this I one. guess they if all three on. of them have a picture of all three of them, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, I get it. I don't, you know what? I feel like they're maybe, right. yeah. It's probably underfunded in Riverdale. So they don't care. And run by vampires yeah. as a front. That's true. That's probably like the. That's true. The management is probably like, oh, you have to make sure it's a valid ID to get on the bus, and then the drivers just like, what? Bubble, bubble. Who cares? Who gets on my bustle? Unless there's some hot witches. That guy's horny for public transportation. He sure is. Mm-hmm. Listen to the last episode. If yeah. you're not sure what we're talking about, check out Hocus Pocus, Hocus. the episode of this podcast. Speaking of vampires, we yes. haven't really talked about Alan Cummings enough. No, agreed. Who has like 90% of the lines in this movie. Yes. Agree. And he is for sure a vampire. The way he wears his tiny rose-colored glasses yes. at the tip of his nose. Yes. Mm-hmm. His greasy black hair. And he wears a lot of sweater vests. Stripey suit, kind of. Yep. Yep. Great suits. Great suits throughout mm-hmm. for yeah. Alan. He's, he really is having a good time. He's having a ball. I like him. Yeah. That's it. His okay. character's kind of mean. Yeah. No, he's a villain. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I did. Oh, that was one of the things that you liked. That was pretty good. Is when he told Josie that Alan M had left a message and there would be a message at the front desk if she checked. And then he got up and then mumbled into his cell phone. Yeah. And then did it again when he realized he had to add more details to the message. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you heard. I said, that's pretty good the first time. Yeah. And then I said, worse, worse the second time around. <laughs> 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 I don't think the second beat did it. Mm. All right. Um, at one point, the villain says, I've got a bunch of foreign people here. 
Foreigners. Foreigners. Is she foreigners yeah. at least? Yeah. Well, that's not not at least. Anyway, she says foreigners here. And that's ugh. but then it's like the most I guess it's actually the most like Austin Powers. Yep. Mm-hmm version of people yeah. from other countries and it's every stereotype uh of culture and dress and it's so tedious and terrible it's really terrible right yeah. counterpoint german guy was great german okay. guy was great he starts a slow clap <laughs> that's great i think this i think this is one of the ways where this movie tried to thread a needle and failed uh-huh. like it was trying to be both like f- funny and stupid and really cool. Yeah. Mm. And they needed to go a different direction one way or the other. Yeah. yeah. Like go more Austin Powers and make them like so obviously a parody of like, I mean, that's like a parody of Bond villains, right? right. It's mm-hmm. obviously what we're doing versus just like having sort of stereotypes <laughs> there for no reason, doesn't yeah. serve anything, or like don't make them stereotypes and make them cooler. Yeah. Um, yes. I just, this movie seemed overwritten to me as well. It's like I was also thinking about how <clears throat> someone mentioned this is the same year that Zoolander came out, mm-hmm. which shares a lot of the same themes of like art artists being used for a secret nefarious plot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas that movie goes a lot harder at being stupid. stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the comedy works so much better because it's just trying to do that one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what was yeah. this movie trying to do? I don't know. It feels, yeah, it just, it feels like it's really trying to hit a specific kind of, I don't know, teen yeah. or yeah. preteen. And I guess it did. I think there are people who love this movie. Obviously, Drew, we love, we love you. <laughs> Thank you for picking this movie. Um, but yeah, I just, for a bunch of 35 year olds, maybe it's not for, for us. us. Yeah, it definitely was for me when it came yeah. out. Like, yeah. I remember seeing it and, all my friends seeing it yeah. and us enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now it doesn't, it just doesn't hit the same. Yeah. It has, it has an appealing style. I yes. see what it was trying, what it probably was doing then. And it is kind of cool for that, mm-hmm. but right. that's also, it's what, 20 years old, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. I guess something that was made to be more like a little tiny piece of pop culture, we shouldn't be expecting yeah. To do. You know yeah, what I mean? chill out, guys. Hey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you all calm down? Hey. <laughs> Eat my shorts. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's go drink some black coffee and go to the office. Yeah. Business <laughs> charts. I need that report on my desk. I mean, you know, like the age of the demographic they're going for, like you're at an age where like you're literally being driven insane by your own brain chemistry. So like you probably do just kind of need like a bunch of shiny things and some somewhat recognizable actors that are relatably young looking. And it's like subversive (laughs) enough. enough. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I like, honestly, like as a teenager who saw this movie, I think the takeaway for me was be yourself. Mm -hmm. Like you don't need to buy all that stuff. Right. And it, pretty much made me into a socialist. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. No, um, but it, it did, I think that is the takeaway that I had, which is a good takeaway, right? It's a good takeaway. I wish, I wish we could have that t- same takeaway and just rest instead on the dynamic of the main characters. Like, I was like, I would honestly rather watch the three of them, like watch an episode of Entourage and talk about it. Then watch this movie. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, 
Yeah. I mean, it could have been better. Yeah. Do you think it was too fast and loud, Molly? No, I don't think it was too fast and loud, and I didn't think young people were scary. <laughs> um, and I didn't mind. I didn't mind like the the snappiness of it, or because it was weird. It was so fast paced in some ways, and the plot was so thin. Yeah. That it just, you know, and and if anyone who's watched movies, you you know what's coming. So there, yeah. there were very few surprises in it, and it just it just seems so overwrought trying to work in things that I was like. I would just rather have fun. Yeah, it hit a lot of the same beats over and over again, rather than mm-hmm. kind of what Dan was saying, just like maybe leaning into more of just being like goofy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's the next thing that we can joke about right. instead of it being yeah. like long if you have access, one thing? Yeah, they had access apparently to all of MTV. Like, yeah. there's a lot of fun you could have. And yeah, to be subversive, it was a little bit subversive and fun. There's uh, about the original content there's a great moment where there's a character who doesn't necessarily make sense um and she definitely doesn't make sense to go with josie and the pussycats on tour oh that was very and someone was like why are you here and she's like oh because i was in the comic book yeah i liked that and it was very funny and then her brother says what and she goes nothing you know and that was that was delightful there was a lot of i don't know it just felt like it was um it seemed like everybody was working really hard to make it work except the actors who made it look effortless does that make sense? Yeah. I like think the actors were all really good. I think they were trying. It seemed like a lot of, it seemed like the end result of a lot of different people trying to make several different kinds of a movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> someone was like, oh, we got this property. Mm. Let's do something with it. And then, yeah. And some, some, I assume somewhere within that writer director team, they were just like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we did like this sort of subversive layer in it? And they managed to keep, they managed to hold on to at least some of it. Yeah. But then maybe the studio was sort of like, ah, get more shots of them just being a band in sparkly clothes or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's a good point. It was just, it was just trying, it, 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 yeah, it both tried to be ambitious and it wasn't ambitious enough, maybe. I don't know. Or yeah. just ambitious in one direction. One yeah. direction. That's a boy band. Oh. Yeah. They should make a movie about themselves. They probably already did, right? Yeah, there was like a reference to help in here a little bit. I don't know. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I think we can all agree on those four (laughs) things. There's a lot going on in this movie. More white asses (laughs) and flaccid dogs and get horny for public transportation. All four of those things. Wow. The Totes Recall Promise. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well... Before we get to our final reviews of the movie we just watched, Josie and the Pussycats, uh, we'd like to read a review of our podcast, Don't Recall, in a maximum star review, in the style of a character from the movie we just watched, Josie and the Pussycats. I feel like I'm stuck at a time warp again, am I right? Alan Cummings not in that. That's Tim Curry. <laughs> It is eleven thirty one. There we go. Not Ooh, even not even close. That close. Anyway, we don't have any reviews. Mm. Um, so we'll skip that part. Okay. But uh feel free to leave us a review if you would like us to read it in the style of a character from a movie. Mm-hmm. So without further ado, here's our rating scale. As wow, we all wow, remember, wow. it's cigar. Chomp Chompers, yep. which are a product you can buy from Hocus Smocus <laughs> brand of products. Yep. 
uh, which are great. Uh, Beth inserts subliminal messages about buying Hocus Smokus products. Buy Hocus Smokus. <laughs> It is a uh, bag clip style clamp yeah. uh, to hold your cigar. Yeah. It looks like he, it's a bird with human teeth. <laughs> yes, but, but it's a, cute. But, but yeah. it, it's fine. Somehow yeah. it's adorable. <laughs> yeah. We're not quite sure how. It just is. It's yeah. magic. Hocus, yeah. hocus, smokus. I'm a movie phone man. Hey, <laughs> well, movie phone. Movie phone. Is movie phone quick sniper? That's. Did you call one eight hundred movies? That's not enough digits. What did I call? Was it movie phone? <laughs> Six one. Just some guy who's like, uh, I'll just check the paper. It's, it's probably calling my sister. Yeah. Well, I can't remember what I called. You could call popcorn in my town. What? For Ooh. movie times? For the time of day. What? I think it might have been California. You just dial popcorn, and then it at the at the time, the time will be... Oh, oh, I loved 11, calling for 32. time. I called for time all the time, but we didn't have popcorn. It was like some regular phone number that I memorized, and they would get time and temperature. It was Ooh, great. I don't think we got temperature. Ooh, suck on that popcorn. Wow. Because yeah. well, <laughs> in California, it's just always the know. same yeah. temperature. Nice outside. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Avocado. Beth, leave all the <laughs> Cigar <laughs> chop choppers. Avocado. <laughs> Avocado. <laughs> Dan. Yep. You gave it four. Uh, you don't have any attachment to this movie, but yep. maybe it'd be enjoyable. Yeah, I think I, I think I disliked this movie less than the rest of you because mm. I thought that the things that it was trying to do that were deliberately a choice, outside of just being another just like goofy teen pop culture movie, were good. Uh, I thought the product placement was very funny in how excessive and explicit it was. I thought there were some good moments between people. I think I agree with Molly that people were given their all with what they were given. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to disparage that too much because making movies is hard, even mm -hmm. if they sometimes turn out not as perfect as you'd like them to be. Mm -hmm. So three cigar chomp chompers mm -hmm. from this guy who is me. <laughs> Also, Dan. Great. Thank you. Beth, um, you gave it four. You thought it'd be probably entertaining. Was when you first watched it. I can't read my second note. Cool. I am <laughs> Beth. Uh, yes, I, I think that it wasn't what I remembered it to be. I remember it being way more silly and funnier, I guess. But um, I didn't think it was like the worst thing I've ever seen. I wouldn't say I didn't like it. So I'm going to also say three cigar chomp chompers. Mm -hmm. Great. Mm -hmm. My name is Dan. Again, I'm the one with the hairy chest. Holy. Um, I gave it three. I had no, I barely knew it existed. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard, I thought it was maybe good. Um, I think as previewed, I didn't enjoy watching this movie. I had a, bad time <laughs> <laughs> i feel personally insulted right now wow. but you come to beth's house <laughs> you eat you the cookies on my couch. <laughs> i enjoyed eating pizza i enjoyed eating salad i enjoyed eating cookies what about the company that you were i enjoyed the, the company okay, thank you i was with i enjoyed mm -hmm. my tangerine Lacroix, my cup of earl gray wow 
Am I a cup of lemon zinger? Sponsorship pending. <laughs> I didn't say any brands. Lemon uh, zinger is definitely a brand. And yeah. you also definitely said LaCroix. Oh, okay. Cut that out. <laughs> Sparkle water. That insert that in sparkle water <laughs> I enjoyed my I, sparkle my, water my lemon sparkle water it's me the movie phone sparkle water my <laughs> lemon tea <laughs> <laughs> but I I do think everybody all the like a, <sighs> you're struggling with this I agree you? with Molly that everybody all the actors did a good job at their acting and I just think the script was bad and too long and too complicated. And the pro- some of the problems it had were just 2001 movie problems. Yeah. And if I had seen this in 2001, I probably would have liked it quite a bit. So I'm going to give it a three. Wow. Just leave wow. it there. It's better than it's fine. Than <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's it's fine. fine. All right. I'm glad that you could get yourself there. It's fine. Molly. Sorry for the long pause. I wrote wrote BG next to your number, so I was very confused, and it took me a while. But this is your number, I promise. Okay. It's four and a half. Reminder that the half is just the bottom jaw from the bird, and it's used as a straight. Oh, right. Right. Um, You love girl power. That's the only note I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. So, first of all, as per usual, I would like to thank... Oh, yes. Um, Drew City for sponsoring this podcast, this episode of this podcast. Um, thank you for picking a movie that you like. We don't lot. know that. We don't know that. We don't know that. Thank you for picking a movie that we would probably not have watched. Yeah. Oh, not ever in my entire life, to be honest. Uh, so, so yeah. So they that didn't was, even know it existed. Yeah, barely. I I was aware of its existence, but just barely. Um. I found this movie tedious, (laughs) like in all honesty, I found it tedious, um, but I really liked all of the actors in it, and that just made me more uncomfortable, um, because I feel like I would have liked almost everybody who contributed to this thing that in its final, I don't know, (laughs) in its final. (laughs) Like the the movie that's going to come later that they're making about it? Or? No, like in this movie, the 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 whole is less than the sum of its parts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's sad to me because I really wanted to like it because I really liked the dynamics and I hated it. Like honestly, I hated it. But did I hate it so much? Like tomorrow morning when I wake up, will I be like, oh, that was okay? It was probably worth more than I'm going to give it tonight. Probably going to have some subliminal messages that are like, this is the best movie in the world. That's probably true. And I did want to thank you for bringing those Pepperidge Farm Mint Milano cookies. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. (laughs) Pending. Pending. Movie phone. Sandwich cookie. Sandwich cookie. (laughs) Paper packaging. (laughs) Paper packaging sandwich cookie. I don't know. What else distinguishes them in any way? Like no. Three little... paper cups. <laughs> oh, Not oh, a cupcake. Vertical but comes stack. In the... <laughs> Available at Target. Goldfish bag. God, Molly. <laughs> Available at Big Box Store. Store. <laughs> Circles. Department Store. Red. <laughs> Red. 
2.5 cigar chomp chompers. An ashtray in there. Uh, oh, actually, I'll give it an extra 0. 0.5 uh, for Drew, bringing it up to three. Three, three across the board. Three across Sweet. the board. All around and all around three. Yep. Wow. Wow. Unprecedented, maybe. It's a two movie and a five package. Speaking of numbers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> Absolutely. That song does count down. Yes, oh, it does. Yes. Oh, yes. Six whole hours, five, five whole days. days. Four Forgot already. <laughs> to find out that you four lied. Oh, you got right? all the three. Where's four. the three? Uh, three. Is, uh, four, three, four, three, six, three small words. Two, said too, too late. late. Too late. To f- you don't can't figure out that I'm the one for you. One. One for you. And as the one. It's catchy. I it like it. Super catchy. But Josie not enough that I remembered it. No. Well, I mean, it's not gonna be catchy without knowing the lyrics. They're generic. Will any um yeah they are pop songs <laughs> like pop are. punk songs yeah yeah, yeah. Which good song. are fun good and job apparently you can get the soundtrack there you go hey check oh. out the soundtrack available on streaming service <laughs> buy music from movies <laughs> 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 listen to podcasts oh yeah uh, we can plug ourselves Pod- plug oh. my host. <laughs> Can we plug ourselves? Host, also host, and host. <laughs> Totes recalled. Which host did you leave da- out? Oh, wait. That <laughs> well, was I like- did Dan, also Dan. I did also host. Oh. I thought that was pretty funny. Host, also host, host, and host. Host, host, also host, oh, two host. Hosts. Oh, I, I only, only heard three, too. Mm. One. Wow. If, there was, if, it's, if we all do equal work on the podcast, why isn't it called Molly Recall? <laughs> <laughs> Molly and the Totes Recall. Yeah. That's a callback to the movie. Check it out. Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> or do. Live your own life. Live your life, teens. Get on that bus. Get horny. And watch <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats. White asses abound. <laughs> Totes Recall is hosted by Molly Chase, Beth Gibbs, Dan Jaquette, and Dan Linden. Produced by Beth Gibbs. New episodes of Totes Recall drop on the 15th of every month. For more information and bonus content, visit us at totesrecall.com. Thank you so much for listening.